Hey everyone, welcome to a Tuesday Newsday with me and my hot date, Cinzar. Hey Cinzar. What's going on? Yeah, as you can hear, my vo- voice is really not going on. I, I sound... <laughs> yeah, we've already talked about this. I sound hot. I sound like Sam and Dean from Supernatural. So I'm, I'm sure that when Cotton is listening to this, she will faint. But it's okay. Sounds likely. Yeah, sounds very likely. Okay, so um, there's a lot to talk about this week. Uh, when was the last time we got two fucking banners? What's what's going on? Uh, well, the the reason is it's because it's it's just two, it's two units is all it really is. It's Renoa plus Knights, but one's premium, one's not. So they are cutting the banner in half. You can either pull on the premium banner or the non-premium banner. Yeah, but I mean, nah, yeah, yeah, I hear that, but it still doesn't make sense because they're not even from the same universe, right? Like, th- this is like running Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy VI at the same time, or like oh. running well, Nickel this, this and is- something else. Yeah, this is basically the same way the JP server did it. The reason is because the JP anniversary event was the return event, and it lasted like five weeks. So they they basically couldn't just like, well, I guess they could have, but they didn't just stop running everything while this event went on. So other events were still going on schedule. And because it's a five-week event, and JP on the first of every single month, like an absolute schedule, the first of the month is a new Mog King. Every single month on the first is a Mog King. So because the the anniversary event ran over four weeks it went it bled into the next month so the final event of the, the anniversary event also overlapped with the new month's mog king which was final fantasy 8 right right okay 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 i makes sense makes sense but it's interesting so we have two banners we have ffbe banner or the return banner and then we have a final fantasy 8 banner um, so let's talk about the FFBE banner because that's the one I think people are most hyped for. This is a smart strategy because I'm making sure that people will just stop listening in the first five minutes as soon as they get the information they need. Like we should have talked about this <laughs> unit last, but I- I'm not good at, you know, social media. So let- let's just get this over with. So, okay. Knights of Grandchild, this, you pulled hard for this unit on JP, didn't you? I did. Um, my pulling in JP is one of two things. Either I pull for like a favorite of mine, like Sephiroth or something, or I will pull for what I perceive to be a big power creep from what I pulled for before. So in JP, the last thing I had pulled for was the Sephiroth Tifa banner. Then I skipped everything for like six months. And then at that point, I was starting to feel that Sephiroth was slightly showing his age in events and EX battles. So I'm like, okay, it's time for an upgrade. Knight to Grand Shell finally came out. He was pretty clearly an upgrade, so I pulled for him. Okay. All right. And then I and then I got trolled the week the next week. Yeah, you, you've told this story before, right? Like the next DV was light immune, so fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh well, I guess we answered one of the things, right? This is a light light a light-based DPS, right? But it's not an SLB unit. So holy shit, what's going on? You know, what's what's happening? Yeah. There's an Alim unit that's not SLB. It's not quite Brave shift either. It's trance shift. So yeah, it's, but it's like the, the midway point. Yeah, but you can still have two gear sets on the unit, right? Like you can do full evasion and resistances in base and then DPS in wherever the fuck you do DPS. Yes. Okay, but that's pretty cool. I, I still like it. I like, I, I've said this before, but I really don't like the SLB mechanic. I think it goes against what NVs were created for, honestly. So yeah. Okay, so so what can you tell us about this unit then? Like what 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 do like should we say they like it's technically last worm and rain in a single unit right i guess technically speaking but i guess kind of um yeah like so that, it's, that's it's I mean, a, that's pretty sensual to begin with like 
if you think about it, rain is inside of last world. Or maybe last world is inside of rain. You ever think of it that way? Could be. Like maybe <laughs> this is the first time two men have been inside each other at the same time. Actually, no, that's still doable. Okay, never mind. Sorry, we're way off track. Okay, listen. It's last well and rain. They have fused to become super powerful. So, and they yeah. have a huge sword. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a he's a great sword user. Um, his his shifted LB does hit twice, so it doubles down on damage. Uh, he is locked to light element. Um, he's getting the global upgrade, and they previewed it. So the upgrade is the shifted LB, and it's still a light locked LB. So the upgrade is pretty clearly going to be a modifier boost. Okay. Um, which is fine and all. Uh, they're pretty good in dark visions, especially if we get the global. If global continues to make dark visions non-elemental, which would be even better. Um, that way, you can use any element you want. You know, in JP, most of them are locked, and he would still come to dark visions fight, even though it would be wrong element because his damage is really high. Yeah. So um, let's talk about I, the damage. Like, what are the modifiers we're looking at here? Um, in JP, it was 370 baseline, and then because you know at high end you always use Typhus's SDMR, it was basically it was basically 400 XLB. It's Oops, pretty high. That is very. Um, high. And on and on global, it's probably going to be even higher. Now, as far as how much, they unfortunately don't give you that kind of detail, so we'll see that on Thursday. But um, yeah, so it'll be even higher. Uh, as comparison, Esther is. Either 370 or 375. Someone that can chat and tell me it's one of those. It's one of those. It's either 370 or 375. And she can't use Tybus' spirit. So um, even right out the gate from JP, he was already out damaging Esther. Oh my God. This is Esther and Zeno all over again. Esther gets power crap like two weeks after her release. Well, to be fair, Esther is non elemental. Uh, knights are locked to light element. So yeah, that is listen, kind listen. of a really big Chad deal. is going to start defending Esther immediately. So don't worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, although cool. although I can say just you know as one little side note, um, Knights of Grand Shelt will not be trolling your team with, with a, a shitty field. field. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay, but it's it's uh, it's a very powerful unit. Obviously, next step in power level. Um, very powerful in GL. Like what would make this unit even more desirable would be like imagine if it was released. During a clash of wills where anyone who doesn't have Chow has a hard time filling morale, meaning that non-morale damage dealers are actually very valuable. That would be pretty cool, right? Uh, he actually didn't even need an upgrade. Just based on his literal copy-paste from JP, he would already be exceptionally good in this clash of wills. Because as you say, he does not need the morale bar, and he burst very, very hard of a proper element. So... Even with no upgrade, he would be very good for those players that don't have Chow for the current Clash of Wills. Now, because he's getting upgraded, he may be, you know, better than some of our, our top guys. We don't know. It depends on the, the, the extent of the upgrade. But, so yeah, are, it's, uh, he's, he's a hard hitter. So what's your plan? Like, are you, are you going in? I'm thinking at this point, what I'm thinking maybe I'll do is the same thing I did for Dark Rain is I'll potentially just pull for one copy and then stop there. Just like Dark Rain, that way I don't feel like I'm wasting shard dungeons when they roll around. I can put them and get the um, get the card over time. As far as EX3 on day one, almost certainly no. You know, you never know. Maybe when I'm going for my one copy, I get like a three in one pull, and then I get hyped and I go further. Yeah, that so happens it, all the it, time. <laughs> it, it could happen, yeah, yeah. but the plan is probably one copy and then walk away. 
hopefully it's not all the way to pity because then I'd be extraordinarily sad, but we'll see. Yeah. But, um, so I guess one of the things to mention here, and, and I'm not sure we actually mentioned it properly, but this is a premium unit. So Knights yes, of Grand Child is a is. premium unit, but since it's not an SLB unit, that's actually like, it's kind of like with Sephiroth, you're much better off having an EX-1 Sephiroth than you are having an EX-1 Tyvus or Auron because you can still burst however the fuck often you want, but you're not getting the card, you're not getting the, pa- the, the, the passive stats, right? And it's the same mm-hmm. here. The only difference, I guess, is that the card is really, really powerful. And that's uh, like, even people that don't care about Knights of Grand Shelt at all, they care about the card. So should we talk about the card? Yeah, the card is exceptionally strong. It's um, And the reason it's so strong is mostly because it's effectively unlimited. Um, like Sephiroth's card and Aaron's card and Tyvus's card, they're all great cards, but there's a really narrow list of units that can actually use them. This one can be used on basically everything. As long as it has the physical attacker tag, it counts. And that's just about everyone that would actually want to use. There are a few niche cases where like a breaker won't have the physical attacker tag, even though they would want this card. But those are very, very few exceptions. Almost anyone that would want this card qualifies for using the card. And yeah, it, to this day in JP, it is still the best physical card. I guess you could possibly make an argument for the new Titus's card, but at worst, they're equal to each other. So let's talk about the juiciness then. Why is it so strong? Well, holy shit. Okay, first of all, it has 80% attack and 100% LB damage on it. That's nice. That's okay, right? That, that, that's pretty good. But It also has 100, 130 base stats, which is the highest in the game. So yummy. And... This is the part where you said attacker unit. Well, actually, the LB is attacker only. If you are an attacker unit, you get 100% LB damage and 500 flat attack too. So this is, well, this is the best card for literally any damage dealer. I know that some people are saying that, you know, this is less of a power hit in GL compared to JP because in GL we have the global exclusive cards, but it's still incredibly strong. Yeah, like yeah, it, it it is definitely less of a priority on global just because. Well, assuming you pulled some of those global exclusive cards, like the Leave It to Me card or the one that was on the Roberta banner, those are really really good like alternatives. But this one is still absolutely superior. Yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine your favorite units like Esther or or Sky or Roberta. Well, Roberta in DV maybe wearing this. It's it's like it's a very powerful card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like people even that don't give a shit about Knights of Grandchild might go for EX3, or at least, as you said, kind of, I'm in the same camp as you, like I don't have resources for shit, but I will just do dailies. And if I get one, you know, this is going to be a guaranteed unit in my uh, dungeons until I get that EX3 and get that card. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great unit. I mean, great unit in general. Uh, follows the follows the formula of the STMR being really good for them. They get 500 attack and some killers from it. So, wow. Is there anything we haven't said about the unit? Like, do they have any sort of party support or anything like that that could be useful? No, as, as far as I'm aware, by memory, um, I mean, they may have something like... I'm pretty sure they're literally pure damage and nothing else. Like, yeah. if, if they have anything else in their kit, like, it's something I have never used on JP, so I couldn't remember it, but... it. Yeah, they basically, they, they attack the boss, the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good. And I mean, they're good at doing that, so, so it's okay that they yeah. are single-minded. 
All right. Okay. But then let's move on. And just to mention it, I mean, obviously we're getting a new The Return chapter as well that will give us some lapis. So check that out. Um, mm-hmm. But to the next banner then, we already said it's a Final Fantasy VIII banner. Those of you that have listened to this podcast for longer than a year probably know that that's one of my favorite games. It's not as big of a favorite of Final Fantasy VI, but Final Fantasy VIII is very big in my books. So I was hyped when I heard that there was a Final Fantasy VIII banner coming in JP. I was hyped. But I was a bit disappointed at the unit they chose to mainline. So the main unit is Renault and Angelo. And then we're getting a Squall NVA. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, so you're saying you, you, you'd prefer like Squall to be the, the star of the show? Um, yes. Or like, I, I really like that Renoa is here. Like it could have been a Renoa and Squall dual unit. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I, ju- I just like Squall a lot too, but but I mean, I really think Renoa is great. So so I, I'm not complaining. I was just a bit surprised. Um, it's kind of it's kind of the same thing for me. For example, when the Final Fantasy V event came around and Ferris was the new unit and Bartz was the NVA, I was pretty disappointed. I gotta yeah. be honest. I was, I was upset. Well, I'm not super disappointed though. I still think Renoa is cool, and I mean, obviously, if you've ever played Final Fantasy VIII, Renoa is definitely the female protagonist, and and so. Um, I, I don't mind it at all. Also, the sprite is really fucking good looking. So um, so let, let's talk a bit about her. Like, are, are you going to disappoint me here? Is she going to suck? Uh, she, she, she doesn't suck. Like, it's, it's not that she's bad. It's like she is definitely not meta. Um, her damage is a little low. Uh, she was like comparable to Dark Rain and JP. Um, but Dark Rain on Global got a massive buff. Renoa is not getting a buff. Right, because um, Dark Rain got the extra stats, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so her her damage is, like, very mid-tier. Uh, she's got a lot, of, a lot of, you know, wonky setup. It's a little quirky to use. Uh, units like Pause at EX3 even out damage. Uh, Renoa for burst damage. So, like, her damage is not really that great she really? does have a few utility it, it's really not that good it so really is pause how damages her wow that's that's really yeah. weird at, at at ex3 pause will burst harder than renault it's kind of yeah and then from there it just gets worse uh, uh as as, as the, the, the other units are so doing is she element more. locked uh pretty much yeah well okay so yes and no for her good damage yes it's dark uh she she'd quad cast apocalypse and it's dark locked she does have a non-elemental physical type skill that you can imbue. Uh, it's okay-ish damage, not great, but it is completely unique chaining frames. No one chains with her oh, except God. the Duke. So, but it's then the like, question is, can you like weave it into AR or some shit? Uh, to AR, I think so. I don't think it weaves into like any actual chaining chaining fan like bolting and all that i'm almost certain it breaks i try i tried it like once or twice on jp and i was like screw this i'm not even it's a headache <laughs> and never tried it again uh, maybe with macros you can make it work i don't know but it's 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 not it, 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 even if you do make it work the damage isn't, isn't that good oh but that, that's like, her real da- her, yeah her real damage is quad casting apocalypse after after stacking all the modifier boost so that's like- why she's a little irritating to use so would you ever say like you would bring her to a DV magic stage if you don't have mages of the actual element? Like, would it be worth bringing her if and viewing her? If it's a DV, oh, you mean like for her her goofy chain skill? Um, yeah. probably not. Honestly, you'd bring something like I don't know, Dark Rain. 
Okay. <laughs> but no, I don't know. Yeah, so her damage isn't really there. The big the big selling point Renoa has is the field. She has the Diablos field, it's the Imperiled Dark field, and it's the only one. So, oh, okay. yeah, and also, it, it also, it's a left side only field, meaning you can stack that with an, a dark amplify field. So that, oh. in that scenario, it's a really good boost for your other dark damage dealers, but you bring her as like a support unit. And, that, nice. and in that scenario, she has some value. It's pretty nice. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, it's something, and I mean, like, of course, like, Final Fantasy VIII is really not a fan favorite Final Fantasy, honestly, and... Therefore, it's also like a weird thing that they're also making the unit maybe subpar. Um, but but I have a question. So in her base, it's it's Renoa and her dog Angelo. Like, are they tag chainers or what's going on? I think they are a tag chainer. Honestly, I don't. I've only used her a few times, and in the, the few times I do use her, it's always as, as a support unit for that field. Um, I can open her JP page real quick. I no, think no, no. she might be a tag. She she has a tag chainer. Her LB is tag chaining. Yeah, yeah. Base. I was just assuming because you know, like they are uh, usually units. Mm-hmm. When you have two units on uh, on the sprite, it's usually a tag chainer in that form. And then I'm assuming yeah. then the burst is in her shift successor sorceress Renoa. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm a bit disappointed. I'm gonna be honest there that that she isn't strong. Like again, it's not the most favorite Final Fantasies. I would have expected the units to at least be strong, but. It seems like she's falling behind quite hard. Like if it was, if she was at least on dark rain level, that'd be something. But yeah, yeah, that uh, that was kind of like her selling point on the JP server. It was like, okay, so dark rain came out, and then um, dark rain had some problems on fights and like dark visions where you you you're, you suffer the damage cap because he only hit once for ten billion maximum. Renoa can theoretically go as high as forty billion. And that was why Renoa was a little bit more popular because she could do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, on global, Dark Rain got a massive buff, so that kind of makes it harder. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the other unit on the banners: Lone Lion Squall, which is the newest seven-star Squall, um, got an NVA, and he is an SLB unit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. He's how, like, is he good? He's very similar to Star Player Titus. Um, just right out of the gate, he's okay, nothing special. But he gets he gets propped up by uh, gear from other Neo Visions, just like Titus does. So Titus, when you give him all the Arn and Yuna stuff, he's a lot better. Same thing with Squall, but he needs stuff from Laguna. Laguna is not out yet. Um, he should be coming very, very soon, probably next week. But uh, yeah, Laguna's TMR, Laguna's card, all that gives a bunch of flat stats to Squall. And with that, he's about on par to Titus. Oh, he also needs Tybus' STMR. Just like Squall, Tybus' STMR will double dip on on Squall and apply twice. And all this together brings him, similar to Titus, um, a little bit more elementally flexible because his Chronicle weapon is not elemental, whereas Titus can't use his Chronicle except versus water. On the other hand, his Chronicle is a great sword, so he can't as easily flex to different weapon types if, you're, if your team doesn't have a great sword in peril. Hmm. Right, right, okay. But that's, I mean, that's not bad. Like, you were kind of setting, you up, setting me up for disappointment before the episode, you know, kind of, that he would suck. Oh, no, that Squall's, doesn't sound like he sucks. No, Squall's pretty good. Squall's decent. Um, I mean, you people know, he's are not using like, Titus to, like, top or, or cap DV. So, like, then I'm assuming mm-hmm. Squall is going to be a nice, elementless 
finisher. And if you have him at EX, the only problem is against fucking super limit burst. You can't burst until turn three, but hey. And he does have a bunch of killers too. I will say that. Um, it, it's not like the biggest deal because, for example, Titus not having killers doesn't really matter because he has like literally all his gear slots <laughs> open, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so Squall, Squall's a little bit harder to gear, but he does have a ton of passive killers. So he's kind of, kind of balances it out. Yeah. Okay, cool. And yeah, as, as usual, we're getting the prism and some shards from the Mogging event as well. So getting EX3 for many should be easy. I think I have like around 25 squalls, so I don't think that's going to be a problem for me. It's funny because <laughs> like in this game, I actually always get a lot of the units I really like, like from the Final Fantasy series. So I am flooded with Final Fantasy VI units. Like I have EX3s of all of them and, and I never pulled hard for them because, you know, I, I don't have the resources. I don't pull hard. And the same for Final Fantasy VIII. So... Hey, maybe maybe Renoa is in my future too. Maybe I'm getting her from a daily or something. Who knows? Pretty cool. Would be. Would be indeed. I'd love to have that in my collection. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I guess we should also mention that there is the Chronicle event. You already kind of hinted at that Squall's weapon is getting upgraded. It doesn't get the world's best upgrade, honestly. Like, it goes from 180 attack to 190, which is okay, I guess. And then, of course, as usual, the flat stats for the squalls yeah the uh the lb damage uh and all that doesn't change so yeah it's it's mostly just for squall um for for himself only the lb damage goes to 50 percent instead of 25 and then he gets some 750 flat attack so it's mostly just for him yeah yeah and it's nice as you said this is this is not element locked so maybe squall will see some use like is his slb also like a extreme nova ar type of bullshit chain or is it something uh, no it, it, it's a it's a single hit cap just like titus oh thank the lord thank the lord it also has a defense and spirit break like that's 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 always nice it does yeah it's uh it's only 87% so it's not really that big a deal in um in dark visions but on the other hand uh, he's actually a great budget option for like EX battles where you're really limited on on team building because you only have like you have three or four units, and he can be your breaker and your DPS in one, which is really nice. Mm, nice, I, I'm liking this more and more. Hey, I'm I'm actually now excited about this banner. Hey, I'm gonna like. I wonder. I I guess the dailies are gonna be as usual with all three units. Um, I I know somebody told me that in JP when they have multiple banners, you have one separate daily pull per banner. But in GL, we don't because GL is a worse version of uh, FB. So uh, we will probably just have like fucking Knights of Grandshield together with Renoa and Squall or Renoa and Knights of Grandshield. I guess Squall technically has a seven star, but yeah, okay, I, um, I'm excited about this. I, I, I think this banner is going to be fun. Hey, I, I find fancy eight. I, I love it. I'm going to pull for it <laughs> with my dailies if I have the lapis. So do you like... So is it is it that you like Renoa or do you just like um, the series? Period. No, I like the game. I think the game is great. Like it has big gameplay problems. So I understand why it's not a fan favorite, but I think it has a beautiful romantic fantasy story and and like it, it's a really good game story wise. It's just shitty mechanic wise. Um, so it, it's a it, really hard sell. You know, it's a hard sell to make. Like I played this. When it came out, I was starving for a new Final Fantasy. So at that point, you know, 15-year-old me didn't give a fuck about the shitty spell system. So in that case, I would recommend you might, if you want to just pull for the series period, you might want to wait 
until the Laguna banner because the Laguna banner is, I would say, a lot higher value than this one. But so what are we like if we look into the crystal ball? What what are we expecting on the Laguna banner? Well, if you if you look at the the fine print on the the Renoa banner, it says it says like absolutely Zell is being released next week, which basically means we're getting the we're getting the part two banner next week, which is Laguna, Kuros, and Ward. So okay. probably next week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? You mean what? What units is it? No, oh, I was it's, just it's, thinking. Like, is is it? Because I'm oh, okay. probably gonna do dailies anyway. I am gonna do the dailies um, for okay. both banners because you know, in the dream world, I would obviously both get Renoa and Laguna. But yeah, makes sense. But that's gonna be good, and I do like Renoa a lot. Again, I think her ban- her her sprite looks really good. Her shift looks amazing with the wings and everything, like. I would not like. I would be very happy if I pulled her, and she would be in every, each one of my DD teams. No cap. That's what the kids say, right? No cap. <laughs> no cap. You mean you're not going to be able to cap with Renoa in the party? <laughs> okay, that was good. That was actually good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually good. Uh, okay, but yeah, I guess that's the content for this week, right? Uh, pretty much. Um, we get a season four story update, and they did say on the season four information um, next week they're not. I'm not sorry. Next month they're not going to be able to put out a story update at all because oh. it's being um, either canceled or delayed until late June. So they gave us early warning for that. Oh, interesting. But other, that? other than that, yes. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, I would say it's probably due to Shally passing away because she was the team lead for the translation team. Oh. And because the translation team is the ones that basically do all the story updates, uh, they're probably like restructuring or something. I'm just, I'm just guessing here. I don't know. But um, that, that seems to be the most sense about why, why we would get a delay of story translations is probably mm. that. All right. All right. Uh, shame. Okay. All right. Well then. I guess, thank you for this week, Sinzar. Glad to be here. And good luck in pulling if you're going for Knights of Grandschild. I'm considering it. Yeah, you're going to pull for it. I mean, we're going to have a pull video from you on that day. <laughs> don't, don't pretend like anything else is going to happen. I, I, I really do think it, it's, it's the smart play to pull at least one. I, I really do. Because otherwise, you know, in, in two months, we'll get a Shard Dungeon and I'll like be running like Oliver because what else am I going to put in there? Yeah, no, I get it. I, I fully agree. I fully agree. All right. Well done. Thanks, everyone, for chilling uh, this week. And uh, see you all next week. Later.